Hi friends, welcome to Happily Even After. I'm Life Coach Jen, a certified life coach that specializes in relationships. I'm a mom of four awesome kids and one amazing son-in-law, a home decorator, a remodeler, a shopper, a scrabbler, and a snuggler. I want to help you with your relationships, mainly the relationship you have with yourself, your family, and God. Thanks for listening and letting me share the tools I have learned that can help you live happily, even after some of life's greatest challenges. Hey friends, I'm so excited to be here today. Um, Today I'm talking about something that's interesting because last January I talked about how we almost got divorced, and now this January I'm talking about divorce grief, and that's a thing. And it's really an interesting topic, and I've actually been living through it, and I'm definitely not through it. But um, So I just wanted to discuss, especially for those of you that have experienced divorce or know someone that's experienced divorce, it might look like losing a spouse. Obviously, they're still alive and living, and you might have to see them every now and again. And especially if you have young kids, you might have to see them more than you wish you did. But um, I just want to go over the seven stages of divorce grief. And also to go back, like, I'm actually very grateful that we had a round one of divorce in 2018. Because looking back now, like, I for sure was not ready to get divorced. And I did a lot of things during that time that I haven't done this time. But I just, I was not ready. And so in a way, it kind of helped me become ready for this time because this time happened quickly and very fast. And I'm going to talk about that. But I am grateful that I, it's like this was round two and it was the final or whatever, but it really was helpful for me. So the first thing that most people feel when they're grieving a divorce is shock and disbelief. And I for sure felt this because Last January, like I was, we were saving our marriage. We were working so hard. Um, I thought things were going great, but unfortunately, they weren't. And I think a, a layer of my divorce is also the betrayal on top of the divorce. So it wasn't that I just got divorced, but my husband was cheating on me. So that was even more painful and harder because it wasn't like, and I think, I mean, yeah, irreconcilable differences for sure. Um, but it just was a different layer. There's always something. And I'm not saying I was innocent in the divorce, but I, um, we all can change and do better. But in this particular instance, this is what happened. So it's like shocked, like, oh my gosh, this is happening to me again. And disbelief, like, okay, this is really what I've got to do. And I knew um, inside of myself I had gone to a trauma workshop, a three-day like private trauma workshop, and it was so helpful for me because it, I think, really gave me the courage to say, enough. Enough is enough. I'm done. Um, Because I was all into families are forever. My marriage is going to work. I can totally make it work. I can do this. I can do hard things. I can endure to the end. But I was like, wait a second, like this is, I don't think what God intended for me and my life. And um, clearly my former spouse did not want to be married to me and wasn't wasn't interested in saving our marriage. 
like I thought he was. So anyway, so I think a lot of times shock and disbelief are very common, especially when one person says, hey, I want to get divorced. And for us, it was a very mutual decision. And I think because of that, it was able to get, we went through the process very quickly. Um, The next stage is denial. And I think denial is, of course, normal. Takes a long time to process. And for me, it was like, one day we're married, the next day he's out the door, and I'm no, I don't talk to him again. I didn't see my former spouse until um, for probably like eight weeks. And the first time we saw him again was at my daughter's wedding. So it was really, it was, it was from going from talking to him every day, like five times a day, spending all my time with him, going out on weekends and going on trips and the time he spent with our kids to nothing was really hard. It was a big adjustment. So it was really our time like, I'm like, is this really happening to me? And I love the, um, I don't know if it's a quote, I couldn't find the quote, but it it's, goes something like, when you fight with reality, you lose every time. And I think sometimes it's like, wait, is this real? But when you just have to process this, yes, now I'm divorced. I'm a divorced woman that's 51 years old. And I'm in charge of these four babies. They're not babies. They're teenagers and young adults. Um, And I'm in charge of everything. Like I, you know, and luckily I did all the finances. So that's a plus for me. But so many women don't even know what their, you know, any of their bills are, what they pay, what they owe which is really sad. So if you don't know those things, say, hey, babe, can you teach me? I think it's just valuable to know where your money's going, what you're doing, um, what bills you have. So anyway, so that's kind of the second stage of divorce grief is the denial. And honestly, for everyone is different. There's not a timeline. You can't say like, okay, I have one year to recover from my divorce. You can't give yourself a timeline. You have to have compassion for yourself. And you're also going to jump around from these different phases. Maybe in one day, you might experience all of them. So just pay attention to that. Anger is the third stage. And anger is really a secondary emotion to mad. And I think that is normal. And honestly, anger for me has been probably the strongest emotion that I have felt um, during my divorce, which is hard for me because I'm not really an angry person. I don't like feeling anger. I don't like being mad at people, but I think for me, it's helped heal my heart to be angry because it's almost like you have to kill them off in your mind to set yourself free. So that's been one emotion that has really been strong for me. But you might feel all sorts of different emotions. That's just one that is typical when someone's going through divorce. The fourth stage is bargaining. And a lot of times, I think this happens maybe even before the divorce, but bargaining like with your spouse, like to not like come back, stay, um, whatever you're bargaining some people bargaining about parent time or money or so many things that you could bargain with. So that is a typical 
um, step and stage in divorce grief. Guilt is another one. And that's a secondary emotion to sad. And sad, I would say, is the emotion in my family for 2022, um, the feeling of sad. And for me, I, I do for sure have guilt. Like, why did I stay? Why, why didn't I leave sooner? Um, you know, was this the right decision? Why couldn't this work? Um, so lots of guilt. But that, for, for me, has not been a huge factor in my, in my divorce grief. Um, depression. Depression, of course, is another emotion for sad. For me, I haven't really felt depressed. I feel a lot of relief and gratitude and lots of other things, but a lot of people get super depressed because their whole entire life as they knew it just changed. And you have your kids and all their feelings, and it can be extremely overwhelming. And the last step and stage in divorce grief is acceptance. So really accepting that what is, is. And I think that for sure comes and goes. It's like you can accept it, but it, it doesn't make sense. And why, why did you marry someone that you loved so much and then you're divorced? And so because nobody, I don't think, gets married to get divorced. And so you don't ever plan on it. It's not something you're like so in love and you have these babies together and you build a beautiful life together and then it ends. But it doesn't have to be a negative. It can just be like, you know what? It's okay. This is how it was supposed to be the whole time. So as you think about these different stages, just know that you're not, it's not a linear path. It could be you go from denial to bargaining to acceptance to depression to anger, and you can go back and forth. And it, the thing is, you have to do the work in order to heal. A few months ago, I took an Uber um, from the Salt Lake Airport to my house, which is in Bountiful, and the Uber driver was just talking to me and I told him that I recently had got divorced and he's like I've been divorced for 23 years and he's still not over it and I was like wow I'm like dude you need to get a coach you need therapy something because we can't do this on our own I think people think they can and they think well I'm talking to my mom or my dad or my sisters or my brother which is good or my bishop, or my preacher, or whoever. And of course, all those people are great to talk to, but you need to have an outside source so you can share things that you probably shouldn't share with other people and talk through them. And there's lots of support groups out there, but know that you're not broken. You're not um, doing something wrong. It is possible to move through the grief, um, but you've got to feel it, and it is painful to feel. But if you don't feel it, then you just stuff it inside of you, and then it's going to come out sideways and weird and awful in your life. So processing it, it's possible to move through it and come out better on the other end, and hopefully someday have a relationship with your ex if you can. That is ultimately my goal, I think. Um, right now, I'm still angry. 
So I haven't, I haven't made it through acceptance. I don't think I've, I've for sure accepted it, but not accepted it, if that makes sense. So, um, but just give yourself some grace and patience and know that it's totally normal and there's not a time frame. And I was researching, I mean, it says like one to two years for people to really heal from a divorce. And if you're in that time frame, then you're probably just doing everything great. And I'd love to help you if you're interested in trying out coaching. I'd love to help be your coach and help you process these things and learn how to move through your life. And you can always reach me. You can email me. You can reach me on Instagram or Facebook. So um, thanks so much for listening. Have an awesome day. If you want to learn how to live happily even after, sign up for my email at lifecoachjen1n.com. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Happily Even After Podcast. Let's work together to create your happily even after. <laughs>